Hello and welcome to Fed Talks. I'm your host, EJ Fields. You know, I'm doing the mispronounce my own last name thing to the amusement of nobody except me, most likely. But it reminded me of when I was in, oh, second grade, I think, and a substitute teacher pronounced my name Fatass. And like you could see that was pretty much going to be it for me right there. Like any chance I had had of being popular, which I did not have. I'll be honest with you. Uh, but there was no recovering from that. I was... It was a bad day for EJ. Or E.T. as I was often known as a child because that movie came out at exactly the wrong time. Um... My recording software is being weird, so if I sound weird or overly loud or overly quiet, uh, I'm doing my best. I don't know what's going on. I might need a new computer soon. I don't have computer money. What am I? Johnny Computer Bucks? I don't know. I thought I was going to come up with something good, and I threw caution to the wind, and... You know, sometimes it works, sometimes it don't. Uh, how's everything going, guys? Enjoying yourself? Having a good week? Anything exciting happening? I ask these rhetorical questions, but you could, of course, answer them by uh, emailing fedtalks at yahoo.com or tweeting at me or something. Uh, and if it's a good tweet, I'll read it, maybe. Look, I mean, I'll read it. I might read it on on the show I'll, I'll definitely read it I've I'm doing a bad job but I'm so happy this got started recording that I'm just going to stick with it I'm going to plow through um, I'm a little loopy it is the end of the month which in my business is always very hectic uh, this was a particularly exhausting end of month because uh, I think rates are going to go up and everybody's trying. You don't care. I don't want to talk about my job. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna. It occurs to me that most, many of my, my friends, like people I've been friends with for a long time, don't know what my job is. And it's mostly just due to a lack of interest on their part and a lack of interest on my part, I guess. Uh, I think... I bet if you ask Sam, who I have known for 20 years, what my job is, he'd say I work at a bank. Um, I don't work at a bank, but I don't expect you to know that. Although, I've, I've seen the number of downloads. I know everybody who's listening to this by name. <laughs> One day I'll just start address. I'll start doing these bespoke podcasts and just record a special one for all six listeners um <laughs> i'll be honest with you guys i'm not good at podcasting it's got got me a little worried for the the upcoming uh uh scripted series that i will be putting a lot of time and asking a lot of other people to put in time to do voice work and such uh and i'm afraid it'll still be the same six listeners and everybody will be disappointed in me this is how I just live from day to day, knowing that I'm going to let down the people closest to me. 
that was a bummer. Again, barely got this recording. Not going to start over. Um, trying to th- I, I was trying to think I want to do a little bit of TV talk. And I don't have an immediate thing. So I'll, I'll get into the movie I watched. And maybe that will remind me of a TV thing. Uh, so the Oscars were Sunday. And I didn't watch them partly because I, I canceled cable and I went to all streaming. So I don't think it's available to me to watch the Oscars as they air. It might be on a website after. But I'm sort of punched out on award shows for the last few years anyway. And this year, man, I saw a total of like four movies, you know, for obvious reasons. Uh, because they don't make movies now. They're certainly not in a place where I can see them. Uh, so, yeah, I saw four movies, and in one of them, Wonder Woman fought a genie. So, you know, I, I had no skin in the game. Uh, but while the Oscars were airing, mostly I say this, just I don't want it to. The, the thing I watched during the Oscars wasn't meant to be, oh, I'm too cool for the Oscars. Watch me do this. It was just like, well, I can't watch him. I might as well. Blah. So I got on HBO Max and I watched the new Mortal Kombat movie. Uh, now, Mortal Kombat is based on a fighting game that's been around for tw- 20 years or so. 30, 30. Oh my God, I'm so old. Close to 30 years. Um, and it's... It was really controversial in like 1993 because it was super violent and you could end fights with fatalities where you punched somebody's hearts out or ripped off their head. Uh, and in the many iterations since then, it's only gotten much more violent. Uh, but uh, now nobody cares because honestly, there are bigger problems in the world than whether or not Scorpion poke somebody's eyes out with his grappling hook. I don't know if that's a thing Scorpion does. I don't I don't even think the thing he has is a grappling hook, but bear with me. Ah. Uh, and it was a a I played it I guess a lot when it came out because it existed and this was you know, this was early to mid 90s, so you still had sort of the monoculture where if something was something was successful you were just sort of exposed to it and you know locally there are about seven video games available to play at any time and one of them was Mortal Kombat uh and I guess I must have played two because the characters in the new movie all come from the first two games and there were people I recognized who weren't in the first like oh that's Jax he's gonna he's gonna get bionic arms and then he did and I'm like oh I guess I know who Jax is uh, but my point regarding Mortal Kombat as a franchise uh, again I haven't played a game in 16 years maybe and I read a, a, a Wikipedia article about the lore and it just made me angry and confused um, but the thing is one thing I really hate is is nerd binaries binary is that a better way to phrase it nerd binary yeah let's say that where it always has to be one thing or another you know it's it's dc or marvel star wars or star trek and i don't like that because you you don't have to pick one of two things all the time 
Uh, my personal answer to to DC or Marvel is is very complicated and uh, well, not very complicated. It's not like you need a diagram, um, you know. And it's not one thing, one thing or the other. Uh, and I guess Star Wars or Star Trek is a bad example because I like a lot of Star Wars and I have never cared about anything related to Star Trek. I feel like somebody's going to yell at me for that, but I'm not going to hide it anymore. Uh, but the only two uh, nerd binary that I, I really think are not only fair, but have a right answer are Mario or Sonic and Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat. Uh, in the case of Mario, Mario or Sonic, the answer is Mario. Uh, if you pick Sonic, you are probably a sex creep who belongs in pervert jail. Uh, but and Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, obviously Street Fighter. It's the better game. It's more fun. Mortal Kombat is for the the loud kids who just want to see some blood. Uh, it, it doesn't control well. It's hard to play. Uh, I I'm not a fan. I'm not a huge fan. I sort of like it for its cultural impact and some of the sheer weirdness of the stuff that I do know. But I would never, with an array of arcade games before me, I would never get around to, to uh, playing Mortal Kombat. Uh, but the movie was free on HBO Max, and I, you know, I watched Godzilla vs. Kong, and I had a great time with a movie that is not very good, and I thought this would be similar. Guys, I'm here to tell you Mortal Kombat, the movie, 2021, there have been about seven Mortal Kombat movies, including an animated one last year, uh, is is bad. Like, almost unwatchably bad. Uh, first off, nobody in this movie that you recognize. Uh, Sonya Blade is one of the ladies from The Meg. And honestly, who's going to recognize anybody from The Meg except me? Uh, it it kind of does the same thing that Kong versus Godzilla Godzilla versus Kong I can't remember what order they came in uh, did that same thing where there's all this narration to justify a very easy premise and then the narration the then the the narrative falls short and doesn't actually get you where you need to be but you have to sit through a lot of of uh, characters who are not going to have karate fights talking about things. And it's not, it's not fun. Uh, it opens with a scene set 400 years ago, <laughs> which, which is sort of fun. Uh, and then you have the credits and there's a title card immediately after the title card, you get this on screen caption and, and I wrote it down. This is what they tell you. Earth Realm is on the verge of catastrophe. Should it lose one more tournament, the Savage Realm of Otherworld will invade. And they expect you to buy into a lot right off the bat. I mean, for one thing, Earth Realm. No, nope, out. And also that apparently there is a tournament that keeps another realm from invading. It's a lot. It's okay, fine, if I have to buy into it. I'm already having a bad time. Uh, it just it just isn't isn't 
good. The the like the the exposition exposition and narrative scenes are significantly worse than Godzilla v Kong. And those at least had the benefit of of many of them being performed by excellent actors who are given very weak material. And this is very weak material in the hands of uh, serviceable actors. We're not talking anybody who's going to be be gracing the Oscar stage next year. That's for sure. Um, and it's 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 full of these moments that I think they assume people who like Mortal Kombat will be excited by, like people quoting the game directly. Or, or somebody doing their own fatality, their fatality move from the game. You know, there's a bit where Kano punches out somebody's heart and then says, Kano wins. It's like, all right, I get it. And somebody else cuts a bat lady in half with his hat and announces flawless victory, which is what it says when you beat your opponent without taking any damage. And it's a lot of stuff like that. Uh, and... You know, and I'm not super versed on on the intricacies of Mortal Kombat, but just living in society, eventually you can uh, you can sort of catch when somebody when somebody's doing a thing where you're supposed to go, oh, that's a reference. You you know, if you're not a if you're not uh, if you're not an EJ level nerd and you've seen enough Marvel movies, you sort of know when when they're referencing something that's a thing. Uh, my my favorite, this is super nerdy, but my favorite was in the Fantastic Four movie, which was not a Marvel movie proper. It was one of the one of those things licensed out to Fox for them to do a bad job with. And they did a bad job with it three times. But in the, the most recent one from like 2015, uh, which is a baffling movie in a lot of ways, including that it was clearly written that the villain was supposed to be Eastern European and have an accent because they mention his accent several times in the movie, but he is not played with an accent. So I don't know if they redubbed him or <laughs> they decided to to not go for uh, ethnocentrism, but then forgot to rewrite all the references to the villain being European. It's weird. There's a lot of bad stuff in that movie, but Okay, my recording froze for a full minute there. Uh, but it was still running. It just didn't show me it was running, so I stopped talking. I'm going to actually cut that part out. So consider this my audio engineering of the day. I'm going to leave in where I talk about cutting it out. Uh, but there, there's this great thing in the Fantastic Four movie right at the very end where they set up what's very clearly meant to be a reference uh, and I don't remember the specifics because this movie was very boring. Uh, but at the end, the government is giving the Fantastic Four a headquarters or something. And they refer to some sort of like uh, extra dimensional thing or something or some sort of, of hub that they reach from another dimension. Something. It's stupid. It doesn't matter. But they explain it, and the guy says, you might even say it's sort of a central city, which we in the audience are supposed to go, oh, central city, they mentioned the thing. 
But that's that's not a Fantastic Four thing. They don't live in Central City. The Flash lives in Central City. He's published by a different company. Uh, the Spirit lived in Central City. He was 80 years ago and also published by somebody else. <laughs> there's no there's no meaning to Central City in Fantastic Four uh, history, but they really make a big point of setting it up. And it's very funny because people who aren't familiar, and there's no way anybody who wasn't familiar with the characters saw that movie. It's not like it had any mainstream appeal. But in the this hypothetical person would go, oh, that must be a thing. And yeah, I guess it's a thing, but not for them. It's weird and I never understood it. And I hope somebody who worked on the movie will one day explain that baffling choice to me. Uh, but my point is there's a lot of that in Mortal Kombat where I can sort of tell they're referencing something that I don't know about, but you can just sort of tell. And I actually stopped watching the movie an hour in and read a summary for the rest of it just to make sure, just to see if they addressed my main issue. Well, my main issue is that it was bad. But my, my issue with the storytelling... And the whole thing is about a magical karate tournament where, where robots and monsters and sometimes wizards uh, have karate fights that stop another dimension from invading, you know, Earth realm, as we call it. Uh, well, fine, that's the, that's the premise of Mortal Kombat. If you're making a Mortal Kombat movie, you kind of have to have the magical karate tournament. Here's the thing. They never get to the karate tournament. They explain how it works. They explain the rules. They explain why it's important. Then some people show up to try to stop them from going to the karate tournament. And then an old grudge from 400 years ago comes up. And the the, the Mortal Kombat tournament never happens in the Mortal Kombat movie. And it is clear they are going into this thinking, yeah, we're getting a sequel. That in the sequel will actually get to the premise of the first one. There's not going to be a sequel, guys. Even if this hadn't gotten dumped onto HBO Max, this was not going to be a box office success. It's terrible. Uh, my point is, don't watch Mortal Kombat, which probably you weren't planning to do, but hopefully now I've bolstered your, your uh, previous stance on not seeing it. Oh, also... Uh, the one guy who I thought I remembered going into the movie until it turned out I remembered several other characters, but he's a ninja named Sub-Zero who has freeze powers. Unless you're bad at doing the moves like I am, and then he's just a ninja who does very small uppercuts. Uh, he's he's the major villain of the movie, which is peculiar. And he's actually a guy from the 1600s named Bihan. And at one point, Raiden, the lightning man, calls him Bihan, and he says, I, I am no longer Bihan. My name is Sub-Zero. It's like, well, you had a, a normal normal Japanese name of from the time you were born. Why why have you, have you forsaken your name in favor of a dumb code name? Like, it's not like he puts out a mask to fight crime. It's not, you know, he's not Batman. He's just always in Sub-Zero mode, and he would rather be Sub-Zero than his actual name. 
And keeping in mind that sub-zero is not a phrase in a language that he speaks. It's just, oh, and the main character is not somebody from any of the games. It's really dumb. It's a bad movie. Guys, don't watch Mortal Kombat. Ah, excuse the thing I, I, I said I was going to talk about this week now that I've had some time to process it, but I got my, uh, my second vaccine last week. And first off, I was real tired for a day. Like, couldn't remember how limbs work tired. And my arm hurt, but not even as bad as it did after my first shot. Uh, and then I went back to work the day after all that. And I think I did a bad job because I was still really tired. But after that, it was fine. Like, I mostly dodged the side effects, which I'm very happy about. But now I'm sort of, I haven't hit my two weeks yet, so I have not changed my routine at all. And and to be sure, I'm not going to make much of a change. I'm still going to be be safe. I'm not going to start. Look, there's a Jason Statham movie opening next Friday, which is right after I hit my two weeks. I probably will not go see that in theaters, but when Black Widow comes out in July, yeah, I'll probably be there. Like, I'm going to go to a restaurant next weekend, but not a popular one and one where I can, uh, one that's sort of laid out in a way that gives you plenty of space. Just, I don't know, not quite ready to be normal yet. Uh, uh, some point, hopefully soon, I'm going to go visit a friend in Las Vegas, and that will probably be my first, like, outing. And, uh, you know, even though I'll make sure it's a, it's an airline where they, they block out the middle seats, you know, just, I'm not going to be crazy, but also it's, it's such, it's such a relief. Uh, it's, I don't mean this, I'm not trying to be like, like dramatic or shocking here, but for a long time, I sort of assumed this was going to be what got me. Like, it just kind of, it just kind of felt that way. I'm, you know, I'm old. I, I, I get sinus infections so often, there's probably something wrong with my respiratory system. You know, I, it, that was just kind of my thinking, not in, in some sort of fatalistic or panicky way. It just felt like, yep, this, this will be the one. And I live in Michigan where, People have been absolutely insane for this entire time. You know, we have people bringing guns to the Capitol because they don't like having to wear a mask when they go to Cabela's. <laughs> and, you know, there was one point early on when somebody pulled the mask off my face just to make a point at the gas station. Uh, you know, and I suspect that the people I work for are COVID deniers and possibly anti-vaxxers. I'm just getting that vibe. Uh, you know, and it just, I don't, and all of a sudden, you know, got these two shots. I've got five days to go on my two weeks. And it, it's just, it's, it's a readjustment, even if everything doesn't change right away. It's just this, this sort of, this weight, it's this weight that's been removed. 
And I know nothing, you know, who knows what the future holds, but it feels it's it's those steps steps toward normal, but it's hard to it's hard to mentally realign. Uh, I I grew out a big weird pandemic beard. Uh, I had a I just started having a beard, a normal person beard right before lockdown. And I like my beard. I'm going to keep my beard. Nobody needs to see my face again. They just need to see a beard. But I didn't I didn't shave or maintain it at all through you know from the day we locked down to uh a couple of days ago and it just it just grew out and looked weird and honestly I looked like everybody who was involved in the plot to kidnap the governor. Uh, Michigan is not really the place to have a big weird beard because you might be in a militia. Uh, and, but I, after I got my shot, I, 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 I trimmed it. I, I put rubber bands in it like Captain Lou Albano and just took a garden shear and right above the rubber band, just plink. So now I've got a completely square, like this squared off cut off and I'll turn it into something normal looking later, but it was, ah, uh, I don't know. I was, I always told people it was my depression beard and there was certainly a lot of that over the last year. But one thing I was thinking right as I cut it off, uh, this is the thing my friend Tim pointed out, uh, and not, it, not in regards to this. He wasn't psychoanalyzing me. He was just making a point about storytelling was if you ever see Batman or Superman with a big long beard, it means they're from a future where things are, things just absolutely went to shit. You know, if you see Batman with a beard, it means he has traveled back in time to prevent his future from coming to pass. And, like, that was kind of in my head. Like, I, you know, it's, what do you do when the world falls apart? You grow a big weird beard. Uh, when you when you go crazy in between seasons of a TV show, uh, I'm talking uh, uh, Jack Shepard season three of Lost, uh, uh, Jack Jack, uh, Jack Bristow, a lot of Jacks, Jack Bristow third season of Alias, Jack Bauer sixth season of of uh, Twenty Four. By the way, Twenty Fourth episode. Shout out to Mister Twenty Four himself, Jack Bauer. Uh, you know, it's when when you go crazy, you just let your beard grow, and just I've cut off probably six inches in length, and it's like this step towards being a normal person again. And I don't know that I was like a normal person; like I wasn't the most social. It's not like that's suddenly going to change. It's not like I, I'm. I sort of like not being socially required to hug everybody. That that's been nice. Uh I have a list of like three people I'm willing to hug. And uh you know, they know they're on the list. So if you're listening to this and you didn't uh you know, if you're wondering, "Hey, am I okay to hug EJ?" No, you're not. If if you're okay to hug EJ, you know you know without a doubt. Um, (laughs) 
I say that and I'm still confident there is at least one person I know who really thinks I'm super okay with it. Um, oh, holy smokes, you guys. As I'm doing this, my my Twitter has gone wild. Uh, I started watching the show Clarice. It's on Paramount+. Plus. It's a... Uh, it's a Silence of the Lambs follow-up about Jodie Foster's character, played by a different actress, obviously, but it's like it's like she has to go back to work after all that stuff with Buffalo Bill and Hannibal Lecter. And it, it's really quite good. I'm really enjoying it, but uh, Michael Cudlitz, uh, who was on The Walking Dead, he played Abraham for a few years, and, and Cal Penn are both in it. And Michael Cudlitz almost always has a beard, and Cal Penn doesn't. And on this show... They they switched. Um, they well now I stepped on my punchline, but Michael Cudlitz does not have a beard, but Cal Penn does. So I tweeted on Clarice: Michael Cudlitz does not have a beard, but Cal Penn does. And I wonder how their agents negotiated this facial hair swap, <laughs> which is kind of it's kind of funny. And in the last couple minutes, uh, uh Michael Cudlitz liked it, and then he replied he. <laughs> He tagged Cal Penn and asked if he wanted to explain it to me and then started following me. Guys, things are going nuts. Man. This has been this has been this has been very exciting. Um Wow, okay. Uh, my pandemic thoughts are all thrown off now. But the point is, it just, I don't know, my brain my brain is kind of readjusting and I don't know how quick it's going to be. Like, I don't remember how restaurants work. I, I don't, I don't know, talking to people is weird. It's always weird, but it's, I don't know. But man, can't recommend getting vaccinated highly enough. Boy, does it feel good. You Knowing, hey, you're probably going to dodge this. Um, I was going to make another point and I'm, I'm so thrown off by everything that just happened on Twitter. Um, <laughs> that was pretty funny. Uh, how about, you know what? I might as well wrap things up. Uh, but obviously I'd like to, uh, present a word from our sponsor, uh, teased by summer at teased you know, it's occurred to me that I, I've been a little worried that maybe my ads go on too long. Like, I mean, can you blame me? They're great T-shirts. I love them. I'm going to talk. And I, But I was thinking, boy, I really, some of these ads go a little long. And then I started paying attention to how long ads are on other podcasts. And uh, I listened to a, a blank check from a few years ago, the first one where they started, where the first time they had a paid advertisement and they talked about Mack Weldon for so long. Like their ads tend to go long anyway, but they're sort of presented as, as breaks. But this one was just, they hadn't, didn't have that format yet. So they just immediately, they were talking about a movie and then segued into talking about Mack Weldon. And they talked about Mack Weldon for so long. And look, Mac Weldon, great sponsor, I'm sure. I assume. 
uh, you know, they sponsor a lot of a lot of great podcasts. Tease by Summer is better than Mac Weldon. Come on. Here's the thing. If I, for one thing, also, Tease by Summer, my actual friend. You think Griffin and David hang out with Mac Weldon? I doubt it. Uh, and yeah, sure, they're, they, they're a successful podcast that's, you know, good and that people listen to. But I, I, I wouldn't trade sponsors with them. You know, I'll go so far as to say that, that even if it were, became some kind of life swap where I got Griffin's career, which meant I got to act, I got to play Arthur in the Amazon's The Tick, a show I loved, still wouldn't take that deal. I'm, I'm sticking with, with my sponsor and my, my easily countable listenership. So my point is, Teased by Summer is better than Mac Weldon. Um, as I'm recording this, the free shipping deal is wrapping up. But come on, man, don't let that stop you. There's so many great shirts there. It's t-shirt weather. I have been... Well, <laughs> over over in my neck of the woods it's been varying by about 30 degrees within a single day and then changing radically from day to day so uh it hasn't consistently been t-shirt weather but when it has i've been wearing i've been wearing tees by summer i've been wearing that ape hive shirt which is a shirt i love so much um you know i've been wearing my my Prior to the Apive favorite shirt of all time, that's a chunky. Been wearing that a lot. Uh, the Spice Girls, which is just <laughs> very funny. Uh, a bunch of the I think you should leave shirts. They they're starting to get worn out in the world. And most of the time, when I wear them somewhere, somebody will say something. They they either get the reference, they just think it's a really well designed shirt. And I'm not a person who enjoys talking to strangers. So when somebody tells me, or when somebody says, "Oh, that's nice." You know, I perk right. It's the one time that I want to talk to somebody I don't know. Yes, I'll tell you about this great shirt and where you can buy it. You can buy it at teasedbysummer.com. So link will take you right to the Etsy page. Uh, it's great. I'll just, I mean, man, it's getting late and I'm running out of, of ideas for things to say. But. I don't know, man. It's been very, uh, it's been a great ride. 24 episodes with the, with, with the best sponsor. That's right. Take that Squarespace. Uh, you know, Harry's Razor is probably a close second. Manscaped is in there. They follow me on Twitter. You'd think they would pony up some dollars. Whether or not, whether they do or not, I'm still going to, They'll still be in second place to teasebysummer.com, the best place for t-shirts on the internet. The best shirts on the internet. Sorry, Batman logo, you had your day in court. It's your second best now. Will I wear you occasionally? Sure, sometimes. You're not the top of the pile anymore. And that is not something I thought I'd ever say. It's a new world. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm trailing off. I am so tired. Don't take that to, uh, uh, don't, don't 
let that reflect on my my wonderful sponsor uh who, about whom i'm very excited i'm just tired but go buy some shirts and tell me tell me when you buy it when you buy a shirt tell me and uh i'll talk about you on the podcast or just in life and if you can't afford a shirt right now uh at least go to the go to the go to the etsy page and and click that heart button to and become an admirer uh that's good for the algorithm you can like individual items and that helps too there's a lot of ways you can help even if you're not buying a shirt right now but i really want you to buy a shirt right now it was help out an independent artist you know show some support be cool man that's all i ask of you be cool all right that's it for this episode i'm gonna have to try to find where i blanked out for a full minute and then uh edit that out and hopefully this will be a smooth listening experience as smooth as it gets i guess um you can reach me on all the social media places that i talk about in every episode and nobody ever uses to contact me uh so go back and listen to a past episode and then continue not contacting me i guess have a good week i will talk to you later fed talks is a full boys production wait 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 wait